It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very good Monday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins beat the Phillies yesterday 7-3. to They take the series here in Miami and head into the All-Star break at 53-39. and As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the Miami Marlins go wire to wire on this Sunday matinee. A rubber match against the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Miami Marlins wrap up their first half with a victory. Through 92 games in 2023, the Miami Marlins are 14 games over 500 at 53 and 39 as they wallop the Philadelphia Phillies 7-3 at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. This is the 10th Inning Show. I am Kyle Seeloff. Thanks for making us a part of uh, your Sunday afternoon. And really this entire first half of Miami Marlins baseball this season, what a ride to date it's been for this ball club. And what a what a really nice, just business-like win for the Marlins here today. They were just throttling Aaron Nola early. They never took their foot off the gas pedal, and they got some terrific pitching. And once again, the Miami Marlins find a way to get the job done here today. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of Aaron Nola. This is a rematch of the April 11th affair that saw Luis Arise hit for the first ever cycle in franchise history. A little bit different today for Luis Arise. He went 0 for 4 and he saw his 9 game hitting streak as well as his 22 game on base streak come to an end here today but there was so much more good for the Marlins this afternoon. Jesus Lazardo breezed through the Philadelphia Phillies in the top of the first and that set the stage for a big bottom of the first inning for the Marlins this afternoon. With two outs Brian De La Cruz doubled off of Aaron Nola in the first inning and that set the table for the Marlins right fielder Jesus Sanchez. Stands from the left side he swings and hits a drive in the air right center field. Pache's going back. Forget about it. It's a two-run bomb for the Marlins here in the first. Sanchez, his ninth of the season. It's two-nothing fish. Jesus Lazardo had an early two-nothing lead. And I'm telling you, the Marlins just put their foot on the gas to start, and they did not let up today. Jesus Lazardo worked around a two-out single in the second. Marlins came up empty in the bottom of the second, but that would not be the case in the third. Top of the third inning, Jesus Lazardo struck out three, worked around a one-out single by Christian Pache, and that started a string of a bunch of strikeouts for Lazardo this afternoon, who would ultimately end up with nine punch-outs of these Phillies. Marlins led 2-0 going to the bottom of the third inning, and the man leading off the bottom of the third was none other than Dane Myers. One pitch to Myers, and he swings and hits a ball in the air. Down the right field line, it's deep. Hooking towards the corner. Gone! Dane Myers! His first big fly in the big leagues. It's 3-0 Miami. Oh, baby. That there was more to be had for the Marlins in the third. After a couple of outs, Nola got a rise in Solaire. Here came Brian De La Cruz. 
two thin white lines as Brian De La Cruz hits a ball high in the air. Deep left center field. Get going. She is gone. The Marlins are teeing off on Aaron Nola. That's three homers in three innings. That's two here in the third. It's 4 nothing. Miami leads. My goodness, De La Cruz. But the Marlins weren't done in the third after an E3 by Alec Bohm on a routine ground ball by Jesus Sanchez allowed him to reach first. Garrett Cooper singled, and so the Marlins had runners at first and second base with two outs in the bottom of the third for the former Philly, Gene Segura. Now the 1-0 is a breaking ball hit on a line. Left field, the base knock for Gene Segura. Rounding third, headed towards the plate. Sanchez, he'll score easily. It's 5 nothing Miami. And so it was 5-0. Jesus Lazardo struck out the final two batters in the top of the third. He punched out all three in the fourth. He struck out five in a row between the third and the fourth innings and six of seven at one point. It was 5-0 going to the fifth, and after a leadoff single in the top of the fifth inning by Bryson Stott, Edmundo Sosa would draw the fills just a little bit closer here today. Ball and a strike to count to Edmundo Sosa. The leadoff man, Bryson Stott, is at first. Here's a swing and a drive hit deep left field. De La Cruz is going back. He's going to watch it go. This is up near the Budweiser bar. It's a two-run bomb for Edmundo Sosa. And now this is a 5-2 game in favor of the Fish here in the fifth. So it was uh, a little bit closer at that point. The Marlins would not get anything in the fifth. Jesus Lazardo would settle down. He worked a scoreless six. Marlins came up empty facing Aaron Nola in the sixth inning as well. So this was a 5-2 game going to the seventh inning this afternoon. Lazardo got Real Muto to ground out to third base to lead off the seventh. He hit Bryson Stott, and so then Skip Schumacher. By the way, when Stott was hit, the Phillies dugout had something to say. They didn't like him being hit by the pitch, but it is what it is. And so Lazardo came out of the ballgame. JT Shagwa came in. He threw two pitches and got a 4-3 double play that ended any potential threat in the seventh. Bottom of the seventh inning, the Marlins got another run. There was a man on base. There were two outs in the inning, and Brian De La Cruz was at the plate. 14 games over 500. The 0-2 pitch is a shot over the head of Turner into left field, the base hit. Here comes Myers. Throw comes in towards the plate. Not even close. It's 6-2 Miami. And the Marlins would get another in the eighth after a one-out single by Gene Segura. Joey Wendell doubled. Segura tried to score on the play. He was cut down at home. Wendell went to third on the throw. He was stationed at third with two outs for Nick Fortes. Joey Wendell's at third. The 0-2 pitch. Fortes. Line drive center field. Base hit. Marlins lead 7-2. It was a 7-2 Marlins lead going to the top of the ninth. A rubber match this afternoon. The Marlins trying to close out another series victory and another one against these Philadelphia Phillies. Dylan Floro got the final out in the eighth. He went back out in a five-run game in the ninth inning. Castellanos struck out looking. Bohm walked. Real Muto singled. Bryson Stott plated a run for the Phillies in the ninth inning, and that at that juncture of the ball game made it 7-3. to three. So after Stott grounded out and he collected an RBI, the last hope for the Philadelphia Phillies this afternoon was Derek Hall, the pinch hitter. And now this big crowd of 21,159 will come to their feet. Oh, and to the count to Derek Hall. What a crowded Lone Depot Park on a Sunday to close out the first half of the season. 
The 0-2 pitch to him is a line drive back up the middle. It's snagged by Wendell behind the bag. Throw to first. The Marlins go wire to wire. They beat the Phillies 7-3. They take the series from their National League East rivals. And the Miami Marlins close out the first half of 2023 through 92 games with 53 victories and 39 losses. What a day at the ballpark for the Marlins. Totals from the ball game for Philadelphia. Three runs, six hits, one error, and four men left on base. For the Miami Marlins, seven runs, 13 hits, no errors, and five men left on base. With the loss, the Phillies are now 48-41 and 41 this season. With the victory, the Marlins are 53-39. and 39. Jesus Lazardo is your winning pitcher. He's 8-5 and five this season. Aaron Nola is the loser. He is 8-6. and six. Total time game, two hours and 22 minutes. A terrific crowd of 21,159 with us to close out the first half at Lone Depot Park today. Offensive performances for the Marlins this afternoon. Brian De La Cruz was 4-for-4 four four with a double, a homer, and two RBIs. Gene Segura with another multi-hit performance. He goes into the All-Star break now batting 216 this season. Dane Myers, incredible this kid since he has come up. Now 9-for-22 in the big leagues, he was playing in just his sixth game here today. Hit his first major league home run, as you heard moments ago. The highlight in the bottom of the third inning. Marlins win this ball game 7-3. On the mound today for Miami, 11 punch-outs. And that means that $275 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, Kyle, let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say after this ball game. Skip, before we get into the game, 5-2 and two on the homestand. You finish 53 wins in the first half. No, we've asked you a ton, but when you reflect back, what are you most proud of? Yeah, I feel like I keep repeating myself, so I apologize, but it does feel like it's on repeat. But um, I'm proud of the guys of you know stepping up when we've had some injuries early on. I'm proud of the guys to uh, you know figure out their roles and and be okay with getting pinch hit or a different role in the bullpen or you know whatever we've given them, they've um, they've grabbed a hold of and, and attacked it, and it's just been it's been fun to watch them grow. It's fun to watch the young guys grow into real big leaguers and believing they're big leaguers and then um you know obviously a couple all-stars i don't know i just feel like there's a lot of belief in that clubhouse that we're ready to win and um they've proved it and six runs here today speaking of attacking what did you like about the way that they attacked at the plate yeah brownie puts together such a good game plan you know with mabry and hardy um they're just they, they put together you know, they talked about conviction uh, earlier today, and um, they were they were convicted in their game plan. And um, credit to these young guys of understanding what that means, and not just go up and see ball, hit ball, but then actually have a plan and you know have your brain work, um, and not just rely on your talent. Is uh, that's why I think you see a lot of these guys taking the next step forward. And De La Cruz, Sanchez, you know, these younger guys in the middle of the order taking giant steps forward has obviously helped us. Cooper, you know, obviously. Bit, Another big hit, had a nice end to the first half, um, solely good hit. I mean, it's just, it's been, uh, it's been fun to watch. And Jesus Lazardo, another great start. I know he went through some rocky waters there, but the last five have been fantastic. Uh, what made him so effective, though, today? On the attack, his slider was good, 97, um, angle and heater, changeup was good. There's cutter every now and then, but... Um, just kept guys off balance. I mean, I think when you throw the slider for a strike and then you get it underneath the barrel like you did last game, um, opens up that changeup. 
um, change eye levels with the fastball. Just uh, just a really good job. You know, he, you could see he had a little more adrenaline going today, which is um, it's sometimes a good and a bad thing because then you got to try, try to calm down, but you want to feel that too because the energy in the in the uh, ballpark was really cool with the fans. So um, yeah, he was he was awesome today. You sort of touched upon it a bit earlier, but just. You know, spring training to now, like the outfield is Dylan Cruz, Sanchez, and Dane Myers, who most of us probably didn't know about. Just was speak to what they've been able to do filling in and just, you know, produce. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know who Dane Myers was. So now he's uh, hitting homers opposite field against a really good pitcher. Um, again, just a testament to our farm system and what they've been able to produce to help us when uh, some really good players have gone down. Uh, yeah, Dave Myers, another great day today. A couple more hits, um, playing a good center field too. So uh, it's just really helped out with the, with some of the injuries. But you're right, Dela, and I didn't know if that was a platoon situation or you know what it was. You know, Avi going down, the Jazz going down. You know, injuries create opportunity, and you are you ready for your opportunity when it comes? And they were ready, and just credit to their hard work and buy in with the with the hitting guys and. Um, it's just a combination of a, a few things. And, again, just proud of how they work and come in every day, like, ready to get better. And they're excited to go in the cage and get better. They're excited to go with John Jay to get better. And um, so when you have that and you're excited to come to the ballpark every day, that creates, like, that, that fun culture. I know winning creates fun culture. I get that. Um, but I think that started in spring training when we were getting our butt kicked. It, said it didn't really matter. They were enjoying coming to the field. What are some of the most like vital elements you see that have to happen for this to carry over, for this to keep going? Especially now, things are going to start to really heat up as you get closer and closer, and you know, face a lot of good teams that are in the same spot as you are. Yeah, I feel like every team's good in the major leagues. I hear that all the time. I mean, I'm not excited to face any team. There's some good arms. Every time we look up, there's another guy throwing 90 miles an hour. Um, so I, I think uh, first and foremost, it starts with pitching. Our pitching has been outstanding. Our bullpen, I feel really comfortable with anybody in any role, you know, sending them out there. We try to put as, you know, as best we can the right guy in the right spot to succeed. Uh, I feel like our pitching guys in, you know, with the meetings we have, we try to find lanes where they're, they're going to be the most successful. Um, and, you know, the players have bought in on that. If you, I haven't heard any complaints about their roles or, you know, I should be pitching this, you know, this role or this inning, whatever. I've heard nothing. And that's been, again, for a rookie manager to have none of that is, is, pretty crazy so i just uh it's really cool that my uh my pitching group has like covered you know me on that and um it's been been great so moving forward just it starts with pitching that's it pitching and defense and um you know we've gotten the timely hits and i feel like uh that will continue a key decision uh, to go with Shagwa after hit by pitch was it a combo of so he didn't face sosa again kind of a little you know words from the phillies dugout was it a combination of things? yeah oh, a ground ball pitcher yeah ground ball pitcher i, I didn't um didn't matter about the the words i mean we've had that's going to happen throughout the season it's probably going to happen again not with philly but somebody else um just that's just in, when you have um adrenaline pumping and you know that's they're protecting their guys so i understand what what they were talking about and you know we weren't going to just sit there so that's just how that goes um but i think the um but i think the move was you know shaggy was going to be ready for that spot no matter what um if stott gets a hit or whatever you know we liked um that right hand kind of uh, next couple guys, um, I know there was a lefty right after, but um, that's kind of where we were looking. Uh, with Gene Segura, um, multi-hit game today, had the RBI, just hitting the ball up better these, not, you know, this past month. What differences have you been seeing from him now from, you know, 
when he was struggling a little bit? Hits are falling. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, he's he hit the ball hard. Uh, he hit the first pitch he hit for a line drive to Turner was 113 miles an hour out. It's just, you know, this is the luck of what he had, you know, the first kind of half of the season. I think the last week or so since coming off the IL, is that's kind of the Gene Segura you're going to see. He's not going to hit for 15 home runs, but he's going to hit. And he's going to be tough at bat. Um, and he's played, you know, pretty good defense um, and that's only going to get better because he's now comfortable there so uh, you know I think he's going to be a, a really good uh, a big th- more of a threat uh, second half than than uh, maybe that first month or so of the season you said last night that uh, players are now coming to the ballpark paraphrasing what you said that they're with the idea that we're going to win um, was that did that happen at some point or is that just a byproduct of winning or um I mean, when did you see that start take place? I think that was a message from day one when I walked into the clubhouse and our, with the staff I had around me, we're used to winning. Wherever we've been, we've been used to winning. And uh, we have an idea of what winning looks like, and that was going to be driven. Uh, luckily, I had a lot of players that have won before also that know what winning looks like. When you add Yuli and Segura just getting to the playoffs last year, and uh, Soler, obviously a World Series MVP, and Wendell's been playoff tested. So... You know, they understand what that looks like, too. And I think that was um, the message from day one. And um, it's just the little things, details. Um, and, you know, when you have really good starting pitching, that's much easier. Uh, and uh, that's what we've had. Thanks, good. Thank you. Dane Myers continues to be a menace on the field. The great Dane hit his first career home run yesterday. I got a chance to catch up with him after the game. Here's that conversation that starts right now. Yep, thank you very much, Kyle. We're here with the great Dane, Dane Myers, two for four today. First career home run. What were those emotions like for you? Uh, Pretty emotional. Uh, Actually, um, being here in the big settled in uh, pregame during the anthem, I got a little emotional. I uh, realized I was here, and then to do that first at bat felt pretty good. How did you avoid that tag in the seventh? Uh, a little bit of bad base running, but just trying to be an athlete after that. Dane, uh, you've got four multi-hit games in your first six career games with the Marlins. Could you have dreamt about this start? No way, but uh, to say I would have dreamed of it would be an overstatement, but um, I'm just out there trying to play my game, have fun, and it's working out. I want to go back to the home run real quick. Did you think you, you got over it when you hit it? Uh, not really, but I might be used to the minor league ball. The big league ball carried a little more than I thought. All right, great job, Dave. Thank you very much for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. It was another tremendous outing for Jesus Lazardo. He goes six and a third, gives up four hits, two runs, nine punch outs. Let's hear what Lazardo had to say after his last start of the first half. Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt like I was pretty happy with what we did. Um, me and Nick went out with a good game plan. I feel like we executed that. Um, just made a mistake. Uh, I think it was in the fifth, but besides that, pretty happy with my outing. Um, and just more happy with uh, how we're going into the break. I feel like this is a huge series for us um, after that Brave series last weekend. And um, it was a big win for us here to go into the break strong and, and obviously win against a contender in our division. How would you evaluate the way you guys continue to just mix up pitches throughout your outings? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like we're doing a really good job. I feel like today we relied heavily on the fastball and slider uh, more, but um, it just kind of the game dictates what we're going to do. Um, it's a matter of how the hitters, uh, you know, how they game plan me and how we read that. So I think today we had a good plan. For those nine strikeouts coming on the slider, how good did that feel today? 
I felt really good for the most part. I feel like at times I lost it, didn't have a great grip, but um, besides that, I felt like I had a good slider going. How did you assess your first half? Um, I mean, pretty positive. Uh, I had some up and ups and downs throughout um, the middle, I would say, but uh, I felt like I found my groove towards the end and hopefully, you know, continue to ride that out. Yeah, these last five or so starts, do you think it's some of the better pitching you've had in your pro career? Yeah, uh, I would say it's right up there with probably last year um, with how I came, when I came back when I was hurt. Just um, just trying to go out there and keep the team in the ballgame as long as possible, not trying to – nothing individual. Just I know it's a big game for us, so I just want to go out there and give us a chance to win. I think it's career high. 19 starts here. Uh, just how are you feeling physically? Uh, physically, I feel really good. Um, a little surprising, I guess you could say. I mean, I've never been this late uh, in my career, uh, 19 starts, but it feels really good. And um, hopefully, you know, it continues to be that way. Thank you. All right, folks, we are off the next couple days. It's the All-Star break. I'm taking off. Kyle's taking off. We're all taking off here and just recovering, getting you ready here for Friday. We're going to be in Baltimore as we open up a six-game road trip to Baltimore, then St. Louis. But we will chat with you guys on Friday. It's a 7.05 first pitch from Camden Yards. As always, I've got Marlins on deck at 6.30. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.